Now, a little-known indie film you may not have heard of, uh, The Great Gatsby, has been obviously the most talked about and controversial movie this year, maybe because it was made in Australia, um, that it's gotten so much attention here. I can't tell overseas, but I do get the impression it's got a fair amount of people talking about it worldwide anyway, and the box office, which has been absolutely stellar. Um, everyone was going to laugh at Baz Luhrmann for producing uh, one of the most expensive flops of the year. It's dwarfed its budget in several weeks at the cinema, and there's obviously been a huge success on that score. It's the artistic score that we're interested, and I got to see it a couple of days ago, and um, everyone probably is well aware of the story. It's an adaption of uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald's novel. Um, F. Scott Fitzgerald was a writer who made a big name for himself around sort of like 1910, so with a couple of very successful novels, and Great Gatsby was a complete failure, and he basically died fairly anonymous, and around the 1940s, um, the book started getting a lot more attention, and over time, it's been held aloft as alongside uh, William Faulkner's The Sound and the Fury as, you know, is this one of the, the great American novel. It's also got a perfect even though it's a it's, it's sort of like an abstract uh, emotive story rather than you know purely plot points, it's got a very cinematic feel to it. It's not overlong, and the stuff that happens in it translates very well to film. Hence, a number of versions, none of which have been particularly successful. And Baz Luhrmann isn't somebody I would have given this project to from the word go. He does seem to have a very weak ability when it comes to drama. And his success seems to have solely revolved around very gaudy musicals, which aren't my thing anyway. Um, obviously, a lot of people do like Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet. I've got a feeling I may not. I always had a problem with Romeo and Juliet when it came out that people said, ah, oh, so original. But really, the West Side Story was updating Romeo and Juliet to a musical in the modern era. Uh, in 1950 it wasn't like it was a new idea but anyway he got the gig he got a massive cast and a stupendous budget um, I'm not sure where they were taking a risk here because it's a big risk to take adapting something that's been adapted probably in the last 10 years I think there's even been an adaption of it and none of them have been particularly successful and he managed a masterstroke of getting DiCaprio to play Gatsby and the story follows Toby Maguire um, who is a resident of this posh part of New York and becomes fascinated by the enigmatic character of of Jay Gatsby, who lives in this big mansion, no one's ever seen him, and he hosts all these parties. And eventually, Toby Maguire's character becomes a friend. Dialogue, right? What do I think of it? Well, for the first half hour or so, I thought I was watching one of the worst films I'd ever seen in my life. And I couldn't believe how bad it was. I thought it was... It's received middling reviews overall. People say it's polarised critics. Some say it's brilliant. Some say it's terrible. I would say more often than not, it's just got middling to bad reviews and the odd people that are celebrating it for what it's achieved. I felt like the first half an hour or so, which consists of sort of like circling very hyperactive scenes of people talking, talking about Gatsby, a level of exposition you wouldn't find in a manual and Toby Maguire's incessant narration, but it was the way that people talked to each other and how they talked. I just got the feeling that Baz Luhrmann has no ability to direct 
individuals at all because the dialogue was making me cringe. Uh, obviously, some of the dialogue and a lot of the narration is simply lifted from the novel, but other parts where they were explaining what's going on, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but he... Sometimes a sentence would finish and there would be five five jump cuts for no reason, and then you go on to the next thing. It's dizzying and it's unnecessary. Um, the narration really did me as well. The, it's an incredibly visual film, and yet they continually use words to tell you what's going on, which kind of detracts from your whole thought process of allowing yourself to feel and be immersed in what is a splendid visual film. And the editing throughout, I would have sacked that editor. It's so over-edited. There's so many glances caught that didn't need to be and, and flashes backwards and forwards. Um, it was visually stunning. And I also liked the music a hell of a lot. That was one of the more controversial aspects, shoehorning hip-hop music into great big party sequences. But the big party sequences and the big uh, city sequences, that's obviously where... Lerman's talents lay and I thought that really worked well and was one of the most artistically successful elements having all of this very modern music in it it did make it did convey a sense of the decadence of these soirees and I did like that I thought it was bad really bad over this first half and it gradually turned things around I wouldn't say that I was particularly blown away and maybe it's in in comparison with the first half of the film but I thought the last half of the film particularly the last hour I thought things did become a little more settled it felt so rushed through all the early scenes and tension started building as the conflict between the woman that DiCaprio's character loves who's already married uh, played by Kerry Mulligan and her husband played by Joel Egerton who's the trouble with Baz Luhrmann is he doesn't seem to be able to create a character or direct an actor to create a wide-ranging character so Joe Eggerson's just this one-note bully uh, throughout most of the movie but he seems to be able to act himself out of it in the second half of the movie and he becomes a much more interesting character and there's one very very strong scene of them all just in a room talking as the tensions mount between Eggerson and, and DiCaprio, DiCaprio's character that's brilliant and it's really long and it's got no flashy visuals and I I would love to know if somebody else was responsible for directing that scene and towards the end there are a number of strong scenes and it did pull itself around but it did make me wonder why give this to Baz Luhrmann I mean, you can imagine what someone like uh, Paul Thomas Anderson who uh, did Boogie Nights, Magnolia, and uh, last year's The Master. Every film he makes, he seems to elicit the best performances out of all of his actors. And in this, I didn't feel like anyone really shone. Um, I thought Kerry Mulligan was possibly very well cast because the character needs somebody to be this sort of shallow, invisible person. But having watched her in Drive, I kind of think that might be her in every film that she's in. I don't know that I'm sold on her yet as an actress. Um, I don't think, other than DiCaprio, that anyone other than probably half of Joel Egerton's performance can really be considered acting. Um, and I really wonder what, under someone like Paul Thomas Anderson, DiCaprio would have been like could have been like one of the performances of the ages because he's so naturally suited to playing this kind of role. It's not even a million miles away from the torture character he played in Inception. And he's very naturally suited to this. And you have to wonder how much he's given to work with by the director here. Um, 
I thought the biggest thing that hamstrung this movie for me was the fact the two biggest flaws were the two most prominent things in the movie. First was the director, who couldn't let anything breathe and was a disaster for the first half for most of the talking scenes and sort of gradually pulled things around. Um, the other is a Tobey Maguire, who's the worst character in the film, worst actor in the film by a mile. And he is in every scene and he talks in every scene. And even while he's talking sometimes, there's his narration going over the top. And I've never been sold on Tobey Maguire. He seems to have that same you know, little bit of a smirky schoolboy thing going on in every movie he's in. And here he just doesn't cut it at all. And it's a big flaw because he's in so much of the movie. He, again, like Kerry Mulligan's character, is supposed to be a bit of a cipher. She's not supposed... Almost like the Bryce Head Revisited main character played by Jeremy Irons in the TV adaption. He was a cipher for what was all around him being seduced into this rich universe. And I do think there's some strong parallels between those two novels um but he at least was a brilliant actor and toby Maguire, i don't think is um i think the thing that's really got me over the line on this is how much i've thought about it and it is a very stimulating fascinating film i will watch it again and there aren't many movies i would say with this average or this bad that i will definitely watch again because it's so fascinating and I've talked about it with uh, Kath at home a hell of a lot since we watched it, and it obviously is grist to the mill. Um, I don't like the framing device. They've got the same framing device they had in Life of Pi, which is someone's writing a novel or narrating it to a journalist, uh, bookending it. But I thought in his main success, he actually covers the story very well, and he doesn't get involved in screwing up the story. And I felt like the main themes were all covered well, and I don't think he deserves criticism for for not allowing the main thrust of the novel to get through, as it's a pretty resonant one in this day and age with its reviews on materialism and shallowness and, and so on. So, I will, and I was thinking, like, last, uh, take this waltz last year, I gave 7.5 out of 10, even though it was the most flawed film probably I saw that year because of the high points. I don't think this has such resonant high points or isn't as powerful but i'm going to give it six and a half out of ten just because it's interesting and it's uh made me think about it a lot so six and a half out of ten for the great gatsby 